Yo, yo, yo. Welcome to another episode of The Seven Podcast. I'm your host, Joseph, and today I have with me four friends of mine who are dope-ass artists, from digital art to tattoo artists. They're about to tell you what the life is like, and um, I'm going to be quiet and let them introduce themselves, and then we'll get into it. You want me to go first? I'll go first. <laughs> All right, oh, so, okay. uh, I'm Miguel. <laughs> we Bocos. talked about this. <laughs> 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 Alright, so I'm Miguel Lopez. Um, I'm actually a tattoo artist as well. Um, I'm out of South Texas. I'm 25 years old. Um, specifically in art, uh, tattooing is mostly of it. Um, I do paint and draw on the side. Uh, when it comes to tattooing, uh, I don't really have like a specific style. Like I do like black and gray, but it depends on my mood. Right now, I'm mostly into like line work. I find myself like up for the challenge and trying to like pick up the most well harder harder projects or whatever but for now yeah that's just me okay okay hello um (laughs) i'm uh jenny six um i'm a acrylic pouring artist slash like mixed media artist uh it's all started because I saw a painting that was like $3,500 and I was like, fuck that. I'm going to make it myself. And then I ended up spending probably more uh, once I really <laughs> got into it. And um, yeah, I'm from, I'm from South Texas and I'm stationed in San Diego and I'm just working on trying to turn this into a full-time job so I can get out of the military. And uh, I do just mostly... It's it's a way it's a coping mechanism for me. So it's like if I see like, yeah, if I see something I really like, I just try to recreate it, or I just go with whatever colors that my brain can't stop focusing on. And yeah, that's that's pretty much it. <laughs> okay. Yo yo, it's the Ron. I'm from Bronx, New York. I go oh. ink, Rebel Ink two X two times. That is. I specialize in black and gray tattooing as well as digital artwork. Um, shit, I've been drawing and painting dual art since I was a kid. So I just figured why not, you know, take my craft to an upper level, do something I love. Also, you know, meet new people, have different experiences, see why they like to get tattoos. You know, just basically like a culture artist. Like I like to like, you know, get into it with my my clients that is make them feel safe and feel at home you know they come in to get some work done I like that I like to ask them why why they chose that certain piece you know just just to make them take their mind off the pain but that's really it with me I just I'm, I'm big on art colors and very much I don't know anime too you could say <laughs> so I just like <laughs> I just like hey, do a lot of do, do anything that that that's in the art category. That's all. So I mean, ain't nothing you could say that could take my mind off a of pain from from a tattoo. Oh, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. That, that don't care what you say. Hurry up and get it over with. <laughs> we all took a deep breath. We were like, oh, yeah. See, I take painkillers. I take a painkiller yeah. before I start, just to try to numb the pain. Yeah, I just I don't know, man. I I studied a lot, so I stopped working before. Then I just got back into it. So I tried, mm-hmm. you know, I tried to be nice and delicate on the skin. Don't. No, no scar tissues, no none of that madness. So you know, just very easy for the for the client. 
That's all I'm big okay. on. For sure. All right. Hey, um, my name's Ashley. I am a, I am an artist. Um, I mainly do digital art. I'm also a tattoo mm-hmm. apprentice, so I'm learning how to tattoo. Um, I'm 26. I'm from Tennessee, but I live in the DMV area now. Um, and I don't know what my art style, like what to call it. It's kind of chaotic, honestly. Um, sometimes I can be realistic and sometimes I just go abstract and sometimes it's like a mix of both. So I always just tell people that my, my art style is chaotic. Um, I started, I always wanted to learn how to tattoo, um, but I actually just started learning from my boyfriend who's a tattoo artist and I just want to learn how to incorporate, I'm a very spiritual person and I just want to learn how to incorporate um, spirituality into my tattoos and also teaching people about what their spiritual tattoos really mean. Um, And also creating a safe space for females too, to get tattooed and to feel comfortable. So that's like my, my goal right now. Okay. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you all for being here. No time is money, and you, some of you got kids, so this is um a tough one to squeeze in, especially um six. I know I hit you like twenty minutes ago, but yeah, thank you for being here. <laughs> I came in in the clutch. <laughs> yeah, that's that's crazy how we got each other on here from all over the country. Like we got on um, Rebel yeah. from New York, um, Miguel's in Texas, six in Cali, Ashley you're in the DMV, and I'm in Chicago. So. We, we we everywhere crazy but um i was gonna ask uh you said you're from south texas sick yeah what part of south texas uh i was gonna be like houston uh no i'm from uh eight <laughs> town baby uh, I'm, I'm i'm like maybe like 30 minutes from galveston so i'm like near like the seabrook laporte area oh okay that's cool i'm from well i'm from like the border town, so like Harlan. Oh, you, oh, oh yeah, okay. Like, you you like South Padre shit. Like yeah, South yeah, South. yeah. That's why when you said South Texas, I was like, oh, we're like well, talking yeah, about coincidence. Yeah. I was like, where's she from? Yeah, when people think we're that's from cool, Texas, yeah. they think of tumbleweeds. I'm like, I grew up on the water, bro. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, for sure. All right, so um, when did you when did you guys start tattooing or or not just tattooing, but started your your form of art um so i actually started um so like full time i started whenever i got out of the military so like december 2019 um i started like dabbling with it like like a little bit earlier into well like summertime 2019 and then whenever i got out i was like all right well part of the reason me getting out was like all right let me start doing this full time so about like december 2019 that's when i like Dropped everything, went to a shop, and like started doing it, and just kind of stuck with the sense. Yeah, that's crazy. I remember that kind of that time when I, I helped separate you. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, for sure. I think you even, I think you even got my brother in too, right? Like you were still there whenever he got to the ship. Now, didn't he? All right, I think so. I think it was. You. Um, I think so. Maybe. Maybe. <clears throat> um. This is Jenny. Hey. Um, so, <laughs> so, 
Hi. Uh, so I, um, I've always like wanted to be an artist, but I tried to do it in like a traditional way, like painting landscapes and stuff. And I was terrible. So I stopped for a really long time. Uh, and then uh, about January, February this year, I, I, I saw that painting and I was like, I'm going to get into it. And then it just became like an obsession. But when it really became like a full-time thing, um, a little bit of a trigger warning. Uh, I had a I had a friend pass away and uh, I was on duty and I got the call and everything. And basically I got home and I was just like, felt like super numb. And I just all day, like my husband understood what was going on. So I just came in here and I did um, a, a painting for him and it became like a really big thing. And I just, I just and whenever I feel like happy I paint or whenever I feel sad I paint I morphed my garage into this full-blown studio and uh yeah it's just become it's something that's always been there but it's never had my full attention until I realized you know like I don't want to I, I don't want to stay in the military forever because it's not good for my mental health. And if I can take something that's really good for my mental health and turn that into a career, then that's something I'm going to do. And so that's kind of how I started to really take this seriously and it for it to become a, a full-time passion. Mm-hmm, for sure. Pretty, glad you um found something to transfer your yeah. energy to. <laughs> <laughs> art therapy. Me too. Yeah, exactly. Art therapy. Mm-hmm. All right, all right. Lessons is rebel again here. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> started. I'll be honest. I started in like 2017. Like, I just picked it up. I'm like, shit. I I know how to draw. This is easy. I I, I could take <laughs> that stuff, but it did not work that way at all. So yeah. I'll be tattooing myself and any homies and friends, homegirls that, you know, didn't mind me practicing on them. But I really got discouraged. So I put that put the gun down for a while. So I picked <laughs> it. I picked it back up once COVID had started in March 2020. Because mm-hmm. I was working in construction and, you know, everything started slowing down. So I had. um I had did some raffle with a, a famous company, Bishop Rotary Tattoo Company, and I won a, um, a pandemic. Uh, it was like a little raffle. They had everybody win like 800 plus worth of tattoo equipment. And, you know, they mm-hmm. shout you out. They all the way in California. So I actually won it. So it gave me the push to, you know, like actually put my foot down and get back to business because, that, that, that to me that felt like one in a million and that, not everybody mm-hmm. went like that you know what i'm saying so mm-hmm. ever since then they actually like stuck with me they kept in contact told me if i needed any help feel free to contact them so i went aboard and bought all my rotary machines and equipment and you know like started really investing in myself and my time so once i did that i just i just started taking off like it was nothing that can you know, stop me from going to where I needed to be from beforehand. So I, it's, it's been about, what, two years now, like to be exact, since we already passed March. 
And I mm-hmm. love it, man. It's the work. Everything is just super smooth and easier now. Like, I still got to, you know, perfect my, my colors and everything. But when it comes down to black and grays and gray wash, I feel like that's that's where I that's where I very, very well comfortable at. So, I, yeah, I just say don't, you know, don't don't get discouraged, man. That shit is is is, is the devil. Stay on top of your A game. It gets hard, <laughs> but. You know what I'm saying? You will. Practice makes progression. That's all it is, man. For sure. That's like a like a sign when they, you won that raffle. Yeah, like you that get was, back in. Oh, shit. Almost teared up, man. <laughs> that was definitely I was definitely like a confidence booster, would you say? Yeah, for sure, for sure. It 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 really pushed me because these guys aren't like just any any type of company. Like if you go on their Instagram, it's Bishop Rotary you'll see that they they one of the big dogs out there in the tattoo industry. So mm-hmm. for them to actually, like, you know, pick me and shout me out, actually take my number down and really, like, give me a call and stuff just to see, hear my story, like, as if I'm doing it with you guys, they actually did that. So from that day on, I was like, I'm never stopping again. That's, That's so validating. That's, like, such a validation, too. And it's like you you saw that opportunity and, like, my friend told me one time, he's like, life's defined by opportunities, even the ones you don't take. So that's, that's fucking awesome, man. For sure. For sure. Appreciate hey. it. All right, guys. Hey, I have like a, I don't know. My story's a little different, I guess. Um, I started with art. I knew when I was younger that I wanted to be an artist. Um, and when it was time for me to go off and go to college, I wanted to major in art, but my parents convinced me that that wasn't mm. a practical job and being an artist won't get you any money and you'll never get anywhere. So that kind of really just discouraged me. So I stopped art. Um, I joined the military and while I was in the military, I would just draw at work on my free time. And then um, in 2017, I had um, trigger warning. I had a really bad, um, I fell into a really bad depression. And so similar to Jenny, I started painting to express everything that I felt. Um, And slowly everyone would tell me like, oh, these are great. You should post these, you should sell these. And of course, you know, people have great ideas, but um, the support doesn't usually follow through. So I was trying to sell my paintings and no one wanted to pay the price of the paintings and and it was frustrating because I put all this work into it and materials aren't cheap and canvases aren't cheap and Mm -mm. Mm -mm. nobody wanted to spend the money on my paintings so I kind of got discouraged and when I got I got out of the military in 2019 and I pursued art full-time um, at the time, I wasn't a digital artist I actually said I would never do digital art (laughs) until I dropped my phone off an 11 foot balcony and I had nothing but an iPad. So uh, one day I was just like, F it. I'm just going to see what happens. I started off doing basic graphics. Um, I went into doing logos and found out I hated doing logos really quick. Um, (laughs) And so now I still paint and I just find digital art more satisfying for me. Um, And then it came down to, I wanted to put my art 
out permanently and what better way to do Mm. that than on skin and also I had talked to a lot of females who said that they wouldn't go they couldn't get tattoos um I'm not sure if y'all can't see me but I'm pretty much covered in tattoos so anytime a female sees me they're always like oh my god you have so many and of course it's easy because my boyfriend's my tattoo artist so I'm very comfortable (laughs) with exposing body parts but a lot of females restrain from getting tattoos because they're afraid of being uncomfortable from Mm -hmm. a guy or they've had bad experiences with tattoo guy tattoo artists and no offense to anyone on here (laughs) um it's definitely not all guys but um I at that point I realized I wanted to create somewhere and have somewhere where females could come and feel comfortable and safe and and okay to get art on their on their body and also I just want to be able to put my art out there um it's probably like one of my favorite art forms to be honest so that's what's up um yeah yeah, it's just unfortunate that um that there's like that um what would you say that stigma 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 out there that like men uh, tattoo artists um have like this reputation kind of like kind of like photographers photographers have a bad rep sometimes too like when it comes to shooting with females so i go through that too but everyone's not the same for real yeah but um yeah because even i know what you're talking about definitely because like that's like one thing that i've always pressed on like it's like man i don't ever want to be that guy that's like oh man like don't go to him or you know like because i exactly. i've seen it or i've even heard stories like i've tattooed clients where they're like oh man i was getting tattooed by this person like and he just started talking about all this stuff and i'm like what like mm-hmm. yeah, how do you, <laughs> yeah yeah how do you even real how do you even break the cool. conversation like that like oh yeah that's uh let's grab jinx after like uh, like or you know what i mean like no i don't know i I get that completely like dude that's not professional at all i mean and if you're cool already or you're like friends or you knew each other to begin with then i get it you know like like oh let's catch up and let's go grab a drink but as far as like this is our first time hanging out you're getting tattooed and let's take it somewhere else like yeah that's weird yeah yeah that's weird you gotta but no i completely like a line that's crossed and yeah for sure I actually seen it one time I was getting my hands tattooed in a shop and this girl came in she was getting um a piece on her chest done and of course you know she would have to take her shirt off but when she did it the Mm. artist was just like oh you got some nice fucking tits and then immediately like you could (laughs) see in her face like she was just like oh my god like and yeah, she literally that's, got that's up so and left and I was just like wow like, and he was so mad about it and I'm just like right you just I mean I can see like to you that's a compliment what but, do you like, expect that's we already know we already know we have nice food <laughs> you don't have to tell us I see them every day okay <laughs> right like you're supposed to be doing my tattoo not looking at my tattoo <laughs> and that's, 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 that's such an that awkward, awkward granted but i i have came across other clients that are like oh my god thank you you made this this experience so much easier for me because a lot of dudes is perv this that, and the third and i'm just a jokester like i just like to mm-hmm. joke make you laugh get this p- 
pain out the way, then go about your day. Like, you know, this is my business as well as your, 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 your piece you want done on you. So there's no room for any of that madness at all. So like, I don't know. I, I just don't understand why dudes do that, you know? push the yeah, line sure. cross it it's and to just... be fair i feel like girls can can also do stuff like that with, to men too but it's like i i never really thought about it but subconsciously i realized that everybody i've gotten a tattoo from they're all females i've never gotten a male tattoo artist and i think maybe like subconsciously i i i did that to myself so that's kind of interesting i never thought of it that way mm-hmm. yeah for sure and then it, it kind of rolls over to like, I think it's, I think it's, it does carry a bad stigma for not even like the client. Cause like, even like, uh, I, one of my biggest pet peeves is like groupies, you know, like I hate it. Not like groupies, but mm-hmm. like, like when people bring like extra company and say, dude, like I'm here, like I want to give my undivided attention to my client. Like I don't want to carry on and have to answer 30 questions with like your friends and like, you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> like it's not fair <laughs> yeah. to you like you're, you're paying for time and you want to bring like your friends or like your boyfriend or girlfriend in and i'm over here like answer the same question twice already you know like and one yeah. thing i've noticed though with like what that stigma is though like and i was actually having that conversation with my wife i was like man like it bothers me so much like whenever I, like and it's always with the females with female clients like like their boyfriends like to like breathe down my neck and it's like man i hate that like i'm, I'm just doing my job get- bro <laughs> <laughs> trust me man like you could sit over here like we created this nice lobby so you could relax you know like not so you could be like hey can i pull up a chair like you know like and it's never with the it's never with the guy clients like you don't have the girlfriends like coming over here like breathing <laughs> down my neck it's like oh man but it is true that 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 is a stigma it's I think it's pretty known. Like they, they they try to make sure you're not one of them the massage dudes that we. <laughs> no, those dudes are so creepy. Like, what? How did you even get in this profession? Like, <laughs> That's funny. But <laughs> I but um, <laughs> funny like. People like starting off in these fields like tattoo artists, digital art, would you consider an expensive um would it would it be expensive to start off? Um personally for me, I mean, so thankfully I was in like the military when I did, right? So I kind of like knew I wanted to start it. So I like slowly started buying stuff before I was gonna like fully commit to it. Um and then, like, even, like, things like an armrest or, like, little equipment where, like, yeah, you could get by on not, like, spending a lot. I would make, like, I guess, like, like, I would compromise and, like, all right, I'm not going to buy the most expensive thing. Like, I don't really need that right now. I'm just starting. But as far as, like, something that I'm going to use long term, like, machine or something, I would say not, like, to budge on it. As far as tattooing, I mean, you could, you could, it could get expensive, but you don't really need to invest a lot to get started. If you can, if you have like a good full-time, part-time job, if you could put away like a hundred bucks every other week, you could definitely have like a nice, a nice setup going within a few months. I don't think you need to put away too, too much. I actually had started with the Bishop Rotary machine, like uh, Rebel had mentioned. And, but that one I had like, all right, one paycheck. Let me, let me try and get this machine and then slowly build off that. But no, I don't think, you're I don't think, I don't, what's that? 
I say, yep, you just want to take your time, paste it. You don't want to overload yeah, yourself for too sure. much for no reason that as far, and I say no reason as far as like, because, you know, everything expires as well as far as yeah, for sure. everything. So you don't want to overload yourself if you don't have like the clientele or, you know, just mm-hmm. pace yourself. But you also do want to yeah, buy good quality stuff, though. So yeah, as far as sure. spending money, you want to make sure you have the good machines, the good needles, mm-hmm. good ink, like, you know, nice, say if it's dark black inks, you want to have the dark inks or nice color, bright colors. Yeah, for sure. So you, it's, it's not like as if it's crazy pricey, but you just don't want to cheat yourself with those Japanese Amazon inks. And <laughs> yeah, yeah, don't do that. All those <laughs> other crazy stuff. So, you know, I mean... And that's for as far as uh, tattoos, like uh, the inks, the needles, you know, even the guns, because th- there'll be certain guns that just won't flow like the, the, the ink won't flow out of the needle or, you know, penetrate the skin properly. And as far as with the digital work, I love my iPad and I and I use Procreate, the app Procreate. So that's a very, very, very good tool to use if you want to, you know, explore the digital art and. You know, it has different type of programs. You can make your little memes and GIFs, all types of like NFT animations, all that stuff. So, you know, I just feel like if you really want to put your all into something, you're going you're going to study, like, you know, you're going to learn. Right. That's all. For sure. Um, for me, so there's there's a lot of different schools of thought like but financially like I started off you know getting some cheap canvases from Michael's and like some craft paint and then like just putting water in it and being like I can do this and the thing is is that when it dried it looked so dull and like watery and so you know kind of like what Rebel said I just really started like educating myself and learning and trying and um I've had a lot of different reactions. So like with me, I have to like mix chemicals to get to a consistency that pours. And if you have like really expensive paints, which are beautiful and dry, beautiful, but you mess it up, like you just wasted like $30 paint on, on this canvas that costs you $30. And it's just kind of like, it can be expensive if you take on too much, kind of like what they said, but I've noticed that the way I feel about my art, especially if I have like really high quality paints, um, I am more thoughtful of the process and what I really want out of it instead of just kind of being reckless and just like throwing this paint around. But for somebody who's like starting off, I would just say like, you know, uh, for pouring mediums, like you can go out and buy a $40 pouring medium. It's going to be beautiful or buy like the pre-mixed paint. And then it's like, you kind of are, you kind of know like the consistency you want, the, the look you want. Um, but if you are going to do it, do it small, do it like start off like using glue as a pouring medium, as opposed to like this golden fluid pouring medium that that's like 32 ounces and costs like $75. Like, you know, like it's, it's, um, you have to kind of find out what your style is, what you're, what you're going for. And your technique. And literally I learned pretty much everything off of YouTube. And I had, I, every night when I would go to sleep with my son, I would watch, we would watch painting videos as he calls it. 
and I would learn, okay, this is why this went this way. And this is why that went that way. And then if I want it to look this way, I have to adjust this. And it's very like mad scientist type of stuff. Um, but it's all kind of based off of what I want and not what like other people are doing. So, so for somebody starting off, I would just, you know, Michael's is great because they have a 15% military discount. Um, and look for your sales, look for your discounts and all of that. Because if you don't, you might really get in over your head. Like I've invested in this, but it's because now I'm trying to turn this into a business. It's not just because it's like my hobby. If it's a hobby, go to Walmart and get some glue and craft paint and then see if this is for you. Exactly. <laughs> uh, is it my turn? Yep. <laughs> oh, okay. Yes, it is. Messed up the order. Sorry. <laughs> um, <laughs> so for uh, me being a digital artist, I have a Surface Pro 3. It is probably, I got it back in 2016, so it's pretty old. I really do need to upgrade, but the prices on that <laughs> are kind of outrageous right now. And um, I'm just not in the position to blow um, that type of cash on on um a new either a new surface or i might switch to an ipad i'm not sure yet i like my surface pro i use um sketchbook on there um and i love it um my boyfriend has an ipad and he uses procreate i when i watch him use procreate i actually don't think i like it but i i wouldn't know until (laughs) i try it um and as far as like with me starting out tattooing, I used, started off with my boyfriend's old machine um, that he had until he upgraded his machine. And then I won a re- machine from a raffle that I had no idea I was in, but he put me in. And this tattoo yeah, I was, giving away, <laughs> <laughs> was giving away his rotary. And I started using that, but then I didn't like it. So I ended up buying another rotary that felt more comfortable in my hand um as far as like the materials and stuff goes I usually just like my my boyfriend works in the tattoo shop so I kind of just bum off of them um Mm. smart smart if y'all are listening (laughs) that's not true (laughs) uh yeah I, I pretty much just tell him to like hey I need this can you bring home this I need some gloves can you grab this and then, like, other stuff, like, I buy on my own, like, ink um, uh, ink and, like, green soap. I actually just bought my first fake arm. Um, well, the one I got myself. I had another fake arm that was given to me, but I just bought my own. And it was about $300. Um, Damn. Yeah, I actually bought my boyfriend a color set, ink set, for, his, for Christmas. And that was about six hundred dollars, and it wasn't even all the colors. So it can get pretty expensive. But like they said, when you're just starting out, you really don't. Especially, well, for me, I figured I wasn't practicing on skin; I was practicing on um, fake skin. So I was like, well, I don't really need all the fancy doodads and stuff like they said just like the most basic simple stuff to get you by and as you go you you know you save up and you plan ahead for purchasing different items and things like that so yeah so definitely um 
you guys pursue expensive hobbies. <clears throat> yeah, I wanted to say something on that. In their profession, do not look for the sales. <laughs> in, in, in my profession, I literally have to do like bargain hunting price comparison. And it's, but I was thinking, I was like, don't, I was going to say, look for the sales, but not if you're a tattoo artist, please. <laughs> and then um, it's sure. another thing, like, if you look at it, you're also investing in yourself too. So it's like, I spend a lot of money on paint, but this is an investment. And if I, if, and to me, if it's worth it, if you feel something, be, you know what I mean? Like, so mm -hmm. I wanted to put that in there too. Yeah. Like Rebel said earlier, just um, be smart with your money, especially yeah. if you're first starting out. Cause um, like um, Ashley said, like, before when she when she first started nobody was buying her canvases and everything and so you don't you don't want to overspend mm -hmm. and then nobody's buying your stuff because nowadays it's pretty hard to get recognition and people to share your stuff and all that stuff but um yeah, yeah. just be smart be smart with your money i feel like if you're in a perfect um a per profession <laughs> i got that mixed up if you're in a profession you know what you need and what you don't need and what's important what's really not that important like the like he's um lopez was saying like machines and the ink or like rebel was saying the same thing machines and the ink is important but like certain stuff you can like you can bargain with cer certain stuff so mm -hmm. win a raffle i get my supplies from they do like sales every so often and they'll like text out like a code and they'll be like use this code to get so much off of needles or whatever exciting um so we order from a place called painful pleasures it's actually located out here in maryland but they do ship okay. Okay. um so if you guys are my tattoo artists out there if you guys want that link i can drop that <laughs> for sure i'll put that in the description when i post a podcast too all right I'll like um <laughs> I was gonna ask what inspires you got your guys on work, but uh, I think most of you you mentioned it already. But you can, I guess you could further elaborate on it. Uh, specifically for me, I mean, really just like getting my own tattoos. I mean, I've always been into tattoos. Like growing up, like like my my dad would always have tattoos, and I would always get like real intrigued when I would like see him. Like, man, let me see it and. So my, my dad's actually like in prison right now. So every time we would go visit him, I'd be like, oh, let me see what you got, you know? And then I remember one time uh, specifically, um, he was like, we went to go visit him and he was pretending like he had the flu. So he had like a thermal on. And then uh, we had went to visit him a second time, uh, like after that. And he was, he, he was wearing like short sleeves. I was like, oh, okay. And then he was like, yeah, I mean, like I was working on it last time. But your mom would your mom would get mad at me, so I had to tell her I had the flu. <laughs> but so he was like trying to hide his new tattoos because uh, my mom hates tattoos. Uh, so I mean, just really just tattoos, honestly. Like I was, I've always been interested in it. And then whenever I started getting my own, that's where I was like, man, I want to do this. Like, like the like the liberty of doing it. You could do, you could take it anywhere you want to do it. Like, I don't know the the freedom of it. I just I don't know. I, I love it. Okay yeah um for me it's kind of it's kind of cathartic because I I'll see something especially like out in nature it sounds so Californian um like I see 
like the colors, you know, like, like you ever try to draw a sunset or like take a picture of a sunset and it, you just don't feel it. And like, mm-hmm. it's like, that's red, but in real, in reality, it's, it's not red. It's red mixed with purple and yellow and green. And it's like, that's, that's what I find really inspiring is like seeing stuff out in nature and seeing if I can like take my colors and take the, the technique and the method and just make something that can make you feel something. So um, here in San Diego, they just had the Van Gogh museum open up. And I always thought like abstract art was terrible. I was like that. I'm not like, that's insane. And then, and then I started making it, but uh, I went and I got to look at these paintings close up and see the depth. And there was this one that had like a fire with like smoke that was made in like 1891. And it was like, you were actually standing there watching this piece of land burn. And it was just like, that's, that to me is, is the most like inspiring thing is to be able to see something or feel something and put it down on, on a canvas. And if somebody else can see or feel something and interpret it their own way, that to me is the most inspiring thing. That's Dope. Dope. <laughs> so I don't know what's inspired, what's inspired, what I'm inspired by with the art. Hmm. I, I honestly think that how it comes out on the skin, even when it's freshly done or when it's healed, like when the colors and everything is like not chipping off and you know what I'm saying? Everything looks how it was supposed to look on some paper. So the reason why I really got into it is because my first tattoo artist was like one of my friends. So he never really had money for something. So I used to be like, all right, well, give me a tattoo and I'll, I'll hold you down with something or we go out to eat. Whatever, you know what I'm saying? Whatever the case may be, you got to work for it. So mm-hmm. I picked it up myself because I'm like, damn, this shit easy. Like, he just drawing. <laughs> Mind you, he, his tattoo gun was the, a gel gun. So they do the lighter spring and the charger cord wire, all types of stuff. So he made his own. So I'm like, yo, if you if you absolutely nice with this, imagine what you do with some real equipment. So I took that upon myself. I'm like, yo, there's dudes out here that don't even really care for art, but they just want to make the tattoo money. Mm-hmm. So I would rather do both. So I feel like it'll be more fluent for me. You know what I'm saying? So if you have your passion into it, then you're going to go for it. Like, there's nothing really going to stop you. Like, no money, no, you can't afford this and that pace yourself step by step little by little and then you build your you know your your equipment set up mm-hmm. how I did it I didn't have no shop or none of that I had an extra room in my apartment and I just made I turned that into a tattoo room I bought all the chairs and tattoo equipment and tables and armrests anything you, you will see in a tattoo shop I put in that room and like little by little, step by step, that just pushed me to like, just want to go. Like, I want to be known as a tattoo artist, not a dude that's doing tattoos. You know what I'm saying? So <laughs> I want everybody to be like, yeah, that's that guy right there. So I just, you know, I just kept it going. Like, you just, you don't want to, you don't want to get discouraged. That's the last thing you want to do. Everything takes time, you know? So you're not going to just learn so fast and be one of them 30 year plus type of artists. And plus, you, mm-hmm. every artist is his own artist. Your work might not look like the next guy's, but it's still good. It's still decent. You know what I'm saying? You can't 
reflect off somebody else's work because yours is not like that. Every artist is a different right. artist, no matter what. So mm-hmm. I just, you know, my words to any and everybody is do you, be you. Whatever you want to do, Perfectly whatever said. you perfect in, you know what I'm saying? So just do what you got to do for you, and that's going to make your, your artwork go to the next level. Definitely. Well said. <laughs> um, <laughs> for me, what inspired me for, as far as art, um, like I said, I do a lot of abstract art, but I also do realism. Um, honestly, I started doing abstract art with my painting because I didn't have enough patience um for (laughs) realistic paintings like I just didn't have the patience for it so I was just like let me just splatter something or let let me just create what whatever is in my head and I would go to art shows and I I'm a person that I like um I like different perspectives and I like to hear everyone's perspective and understand everyone's perspective so when it comes to like abstract art like Jenny is saying everyone has a different like view of what something is so back when I was doing like poor paintings I used to do poor paintings uh, I actually stopped because the material was too expensive so expensive um, <laughs> so expensive but um I did one painting and it was like with like red black and white and everyone this one lady comes up and she's like oh you must have been really angry when you did this and I was like no 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 not really she's like, I was like why do you say that and she's like because the red it's just out there then another guy comes and he's like oh this is giving me Asian Chinese dragon vibes and I was like right. oh, okay, yeah like that's what's up. like and it's just like the spectrum was just so like which from me being mad to a Chinese dragon I was like whoa um <laughs> I do like doing digital realism um, in my art. Like right now, I'm working on a, a Hellcat. Um, mm-hmm. I'm trying to teach myself patience, but um, mm-hmm. it's been like a, 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 a very long process and it gets frustrating at times, but um, it's definitely rewarding to see um, the outcome. Now, when it comes to like tattooing, my brother inspired me at a very young age for tattoos. When I was probably about seven or eight, I knew that I wanted to be fully covered in tattoos because that's how my brother was. <laughs> um, M- like Miguel, my brother's in prison. And every time I would go see him, he would have more tattoos. He actually got my sister and my face tattooed on him while he was in, in prison. And I just fascinated by like how are you getting a tattoo in 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 here like what's going on and (laughs) funny enough the shop that my boyfriend works in there's a guy that tattoos there and he was a tattoo artist in jail and he still has his machine and he like showed me how he hooked it I honestly was like totally intrigued by like jail tats so that's kind of what inspired me um but I kind of got deterred away from tattooing for a while because I couldn't find anyone to teach me how to do it and I didn't want to just like jump into it I wanted to learn how to give a tattoo safely and properly and how to run a line and how to set up my machine and how to do all the things um as a tattoo artist so 
me being with my boyfriend, like Rebel said, he wanted to be that guy. My boyfriend's that guy. When you walk in the room, it's the tat man. Everyone wants to talk to the tat man. They want to talk about their tattoos. They want to book an appointment. (laughs) And here I am, just the digital artist girl that nobody wants to talk to. So I was just like, you know what? I need to get on this because I want to be that person. Like, I want to be that girl. Like, Rebel wants to be that guy. (laughs) I want to be that girl. I want to be the tat girl. Like, I want to be the badass female that does tattoos and, and you know I just want I want my recognition for my art and I don't get that when it comes to like digital art or maybe you know like my painting so and you're gonna be so thanks Rebel's so encouraging. I just want to say that. Yes, like, I love like, it. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, yeah, I am going to take my time and I, I'm going to pace myself. It's going to happen. Right. Like, <laughs> it's like, right. Nobody <laughs> else going to tell you. You got to tell yourself, you know? You get into existence. You got to do. Gotta All the traction is everything. Yeah. And that's Next. like real important for us as artists because it, it does get very discouraging sometimes. Like, Thanks. Even Definitely. like I've seen it, even with my boyfriend and tattooing, like some some months are slow and others are, are aren't, you know. And it's oh, yeah. just like a, a patience thing. You just gotta be patient with yourself and remind yourself of like why you're doing what you're doing. Mm-hmm. That, yeah. that goes like, that, don't, don't yeah. stop drawing. You know what I'm saying that's another thing. That downtime is some some more time for something else. Do yeah, some right. more, you know what I'm saying? Perfect on what you feel like you slacked on in that last piece, or you felt like you didn't put enough shading in there, or your wrist gesture wasn't going the right way. Like all that counts. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, that goes with the. Go ahead. Sorry, sorry. I, I, I know you've been trying to talk, but uh, what I was gonna say is, is that I've I've been consistently making paintings. I think I have about like 85. And about two weeks ago, you know, my husband's kind of like, hey, you know, there's not a lot of room. You need to start selling these. And I'm like, listen, um, it's going to happen. Okay. I need, I need to know that when I do sell something that I did it the right way and that I'm not taking money from people because it's not like the, up to my standards. Right. And like that week I ended up, I got a commission for a piece for like $250 and I sold two pieces. And I've made like almost a grand in one week when I hadn't made anything in the last month. And like, Hello. it was Hello. just, it was, <laughs> it, but I, I had to do that for myself though. I knew that like, I, there were days when I was just like, I don't want to paint. I don't want to do this. I'm not, why do I think I'm that good? And I remember, right. You, you shared one of my things and I was like, wow, thank you. Like, because like Ashley said, they don't share your stuff. Like they're all, they all want a piece of it until you tell them how much it is. And they mm-hmm. all want to support you until you tell them, you know, what it, it's going to cost, but like just sharing something and like, and asking me to come on a podcast, like, you know, a month ago I was sitting here, like, you know, maybe you're not as good as you think you are, but like what rebel said, it's like, no, I am fucking good. And I, this is, and if you don't want to pay this for what I do, then don't buy it. You know, like, exactly. It, it's like my, my friend told me, she was like, it's not your job to, to wonder how your consumer spends their money. The price is the price. And if you don't like it, then that's on you. That's not on me. Like I'm, I'm worth this. My work is worth this. And if you don't want to pay that, then you don't want my work. 
you know yeah, so trust, trust me i i know how you feel you know just with right. photography um mm-hmm. if they don't want to pay your price they're just not your customer that's all because there's right. so many there's so many people out there that will buy your stuff you just gotta be like confident in, your, in yourself that's they will um they will come <clears throat> yeah but like ashley said like they it's it, it's wild because it's like they it's expensive and when you tell them how expensive it's gonna be and i'm sure with tattoos too because i have a, a, a piece that cost me like thirty five hundred dollars and they were like what did you pay that for and i'm like it's fucking badass that's why i paid that and she's a fucking awesome artist and that's and and that's what it is and like you know it's mm-hmm. it's just it's that whole principle of well we're friends i don't give a fuck if you're my friend if you're my friend and you know how much money i'm spending to do this like exactly <laughs> i'm not trying to rip you off i'm just trying to you know make make a living <laughs> not only that they're paying for not just quality but they're paying for my your time, time your experience yes. the mistakes you the went creativity. through all the, all the lessons you learned <laughs> everything throughout the years that is that, that puts value in your work so yeah they don't understand that part though <laughs> i didn't either i love a deal and <laughs> they, they, they look at what then i realized you know like when, when my friends started selling their stuff or like you know using their talents and as a business like i think the most insulting thing you can say to someone especially as your friend like oh hey can i get a discount no, nah, I hate that. No, no, it's like now if somebody I know loves my work and they can't afford it, that's mm-hmm. different, and that's going to be my choice. It's not going to be exactly. because they, you know what I'm saying? Like, and and I think that it's a very, it's a if you're if anyone's listening to this, you know, don't ask for a discount. <laughs> it's dis- disrespectful. It's disrespectful. Low it key. is, and if you don't know, now you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like if you're gonna support, support fully. Don't like half ass support because that's like <laughs> oh well i'm even my mom like no, no you're not like i've even had my sister go like oh your prices are too high and i'm like maybe you're just too broke have you thought about that <laughs> like yeah. yeah if you have to ask you can't afford it and it's like i have a kid every every hour i spend out here it is for me but it's also away from my kid and you know it's just and and i try to like if, if you can't afford to buy it and you want to support me, then share my work, tell your friends about it. You know, you yes. don't have to, you don't it's have free to, to share. Yeah, exactly. That's all I ask for. Like a share, a like, I see a lot of, when I post stories, you can see who's looking at them and nobody's like, yeah, liking them or nothing. Like, wow. Okay. I see, I see. who's really, who really cares. But, um, mm-hmm. I'm, uh, let's see anybody you guys have nightmare stories i mean i've had some funnies i've had some like how the fuck did i end up at this but as far as nightmares no just like dealing with clients that are out of hand you know but i mean i mean that's something that you're gonna deal with um Mm -hmm. No, I mean, I wouldn't call it any nightmares. I, I wouldn't say I have, like, a nightmare. I got to save that for whenever I actually have, like, a nightmare. <laughs> okay. <laughs> nah. I got one. And it's it's kind of funny, um, but it, it was a nightmare for me. Um, so I use my garage as, like, my studio. Mm-hmm. And 
my garage is kind of slanted because I live in military housing, but it's, yeah. it's huge. But again, it's, you know, my garage. Anyway, um, I had worked on a painting for probably like six hours and I had gotten it just perfect. I had set it down right. I had let it, I left it. And um, I came in the next day and I'm actually recording a video for like my YouTube. And I'm like looking, I have the garage door open and I'm looking at my like in the distance and I see this like 3d raised thing on my painting. And I'm like, what the fuck is that? And it's actually all on video. <laughs> and I'm like, what is that? And I go, <laughs> I go over there and it's this ginormous, like moth, like one of those, like the motherfucker looked like he was like silence of the lambs, like, and his wings had gotten caught in the painting and dried. And I was like, Oh, oh my god. god. Oh my god. And he's like furry. It's like 3D. And so I go to like see if I can move him and then his legs start moving and I'm like I start screaming and I'm just like <laughs> trying not to throw up and I'm just like nope, 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 nope. And uh and like I loved this painting so much and I put so much time in and they were like really expensive paints and it was an expensive canvas and then so I just like, I left it. I just like walked away from it. I was like, I couldn't even look at it. And then my husband comes home and he was like, what's up? And I was like, Hey, look <laughs> at that painting. And he was like, looks cool. What? And I was like, look at it. He was like, what the fuck is that? And he, just, <laughs> he rips it off the painting. And the, as soon as he rips it off the painting, like the skeletal remains and the insides of the moth were still on the painting. And oh, so there was no, there was no saving the canvas. There was the moth was dead and I just had to throw the whole thing away. And uh, it was, it was definitely, I, a part of me felt defeated and so sad <laughs> cause you can't, you can't recreate some of these paintings, you know, you can't just like, they're all unique and they're all like one of a kind. So it was just like, that was such a learning experience. So now I keep my garage door closed, you know, just <laughs> That was my nightmare. I'm sure it's not. Damn. It's just more of like a lesson that sounds, learned. That sounds like a lot of waste of money. That's a nightmare to me. It that was, sounds like yeah, it would have been a cool painting. That sounds like it would have been a cool painting. I, like, I was going to keep like it like that. On. Right. I was like, <laughs> you know, maybe cool. stop. But then I would have really had my eye on the person that bought it. You know, like, what? Are you going to tell me to put the lotion on my skin too? You know, like. <laughs> so, yeah. <laughs> So I, I was going to keep it on there, but then my, my beautiful, lovely, amazing, supportive husband ripped him off and it was just this fucking dead insect skeleton. So, you know, it, <laughs> if it happens you know again, <laughs> if it happens again, I'm calling you. Okay, Miguel. <laughs> <laughs> For sure. That would have been dope. But I mean, that probably would, I don't know if that would happen again, right? It was cool. But, it looked cool. Yeah. It was a cool painting. A guy died for it. You know, you might as well, but you know, it is <laughs> died for it. <laughs> <laughs> he that's, sacrificed that's his life <laughs> getting real artsy here all right i'm done <laughs> next anybody else? okay so yeah I, my fault i had Rebel. to uh, press the mute i had a couple of little scary people when it comes down to the tattoos i had one it was one of my friends though uh, he was getting a little forearm tattoo and he, the way that he was like reacting to it was just making my job super duper hard. He was, he was damn near moving and hollering like if he was getting a red <laughs> tattoo or something. 
So long story short on him, he didn't let me finish. So I was like, yo, are you serious? Like, all I got to do is just a little shade in and then we good. You make my work just look, it looks like a pencil right now. Like, just let me finish. <laughs> He's like, no, I promise, bro. Even if I got to pay you extra, you know, come back. It's just, I'm not ready right now. So I'm like, all right, you know, you got to respect the clients and he can't take it. I'm like, all right, cool, whatever. Then I had another client. She was shaking like she was in a freezer. <laughs> like moving moving i'm like no you can't do this please she's like i'm sorry i don't know what it is i just i haven't got a tattoo in so long and it was a cover-up so i'm like damn you oh, really no. like yeah you're really making this super duper hard for me so i end up actually working through it but i had to stop so many times because you know when you move you don't want you don't want the lines to be no shaky you know so I had to pick the gun up every time she moved a certain way. I'm like, damn. And this was on like little hip area. I guess she was covering her ex-boyfriend's name and a little flower or whatever it was. So I was putting down like some, a, a better looking flower, more, more detail, more, you know, just to make it disappear. But she was just killing me. I couldn't, I don't think I ever had an experience with somebody literally like, literally shaking <laughs> uh, uh, i'm like all right never again <laughs> this one because you can't come back to this artist <laughs> have a good night sweetheart see you later That's i mean see you never <laughs> never 30 oh yeah, that that was i only really had two but the more and more i, I get you know comfortable with it is you lighter on the hand as well, so you you know when they're about to move, or you can just sense it sometimes. So just be ready to pick up, pick your hand up. You know, that's that's mm-hmm. Thanks. Yeah, so I have like several nightmare stories. Like I've been I've been drugged through the mud, but I'm only going to give y'all one, and it's the one that caused me to never do logos for people's businesses again <laughs> um so this girl she um she was actually a client of my boyfriend and she was like oh you do logos because you know i'm new to the dmv area this is not my area but this is where my boyfriend resides and thrives so he would always you know shout me out throw me to oop and so he you know she's like oh you do logos i need my logo done i've been dipped by this graphic designer which I was like red flag but okay yeah let's see what's up <laughs> so she sent me what she sent them as far as what she wanted and honestly it was terrible looking I was like this is the worst thing I've ever Fresh. seen like why why do you want this <laughs> so um I tried to recreate it but then she was like mm, I'm not really feeling it I was like great because I wasn't feeling it either that's why it looks like trash because when I'm not feeling something <laughs> it just never turns out like Mm-hmm. great so she's like can you uh I was like hey cool we can work on some other designs what do you have in mind you have some ideas send me some references of other logos you might like so I can get a sense of like font styles stuff like that and she goes oh well just be creative and I know people think that's oh, what artists want, want to hear but that's like our worst thing when yeah. we're needing something very specific it's like 
don't tell me to be creative <laughs> and you this is for your your business so ultimately you should be making the decisions or choices so yeah, I just wanted cool. you to figure it out for her huh pretty much so <laughs> I was like all right cool I come up with a few designs she had a hair business so I came up with a few designs that I was like oh these are simple you know when it comes to logos nowadays like people see on social media that people have like these cartoonish big logos and I'm like that's not what a logo should be it should be something very simple very clean very like straight to the yeah. point visible all of that and so I sent her some designs she doesn't respond for like three months and then randomly she wow. texts me she's like hey girl um any update on the designs and I'm like the fuck do you mean you you didn't say you liked it you didn't say you didn't like it you didn't tell me if you wanted to change something or what design you actually like because I sent her about three so I was like oh well here are the three designs again let me know what you want to do I didn't get a response so I get on Instagram <gasps> and I'm clicking through stories and I see her story and she goes I'm looking for a graphic designer because the last two are unprofessional no communication just terrible and I'm like hold the fuck on like you didn't respond to me for three months you gave me no type of feedback like me as an artist I need feedback I can't just create you something (laughs) and you not tell me if you like it or you don't like it like if you didn't like the design all you had to say was I don't like those and I've been like all right cool wouldn't have hurt my fucking feelings because this isn't my fucking logo once again. So I sent her a message. She was like, I wasted. She put a $50 deposit down with me. And all her posts, she made it seem like she paid all of this money. And I'm like, girl, you got to have your little 50 fucking dollars back. Like, <laughs> you're not that serious. So <laughs> I don't need you. <laughs> right. Like, me being the person that I am, I'm just like, you know, like, I could either go crazy. Like, I was like, I was thinking in my head, I'm like, yeah, I should have my boyfriend book her an appointment, <laughs> show up to her appointment, and whoop her ass. Like, <laughs> and then I'm like, you know, like, I, I don't want to, you know, up here, like, where we're at in Maryland, like, it's like real close. So once somebody bashes you, you know, it's kind of like, everybody just jumps on board especially with me not being from the area so I was like all right I'm gonna handle this professional I was like look I think it's very I hit her with a text message I was like I think it's very childish of you for you to go on social media instead of coming directly to me and telling me that you have a problem with something I was like as far as communication I was like you're the one that didn't respond for three months I sent her screenshots of our text messages just so she saw I was like you didn't respond for three months. I was like, if you had a problem with any of the designs, I told you to let me know what you wanted. You never communicated that. I was like, so as far as communication goes, I was like, I can see why the last graphic designer did not work w- with you because you suck at communication. I was like, but anyways, here's your little $50 back. I sent it back to her and then I blocked her. <laughs> and then <laughs> Good of for course- you. Of course, my boyfriend, I mean, you know, she never tried, I don't know, she never tried to book an appointment again, so I don't know where she's at in life, you know, hopefully she's doing good, if not, hopefully she found a designer, probably not, oh, I don't know. What was her name? <laughs> what, what was her oh. name? <laughs> but no, that was like, that really just like off put me because it was just like, mm-hmm. I got tired of people being like, 
oh, well, I don't know what I want. So just figure it out. And I'm like, yep, nope, not doing this again because mm-hmm. it's a trauma <laughs> response. It is a trauma response. <laughs> I am traumatized. <laughs> I felt so disrespected though, because I'm just like scrolling and I'm just like, do, 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 do. And I'm like, blindsided. Oh, what the fuck? Yeah, blindsided. <laughs> right. This bitch. <laughs> that was literally me. I was like screenshotting and I was sending this to my boyfriend. I was like, what the fuck is she talking about? Like, fuck her. Yeah, I was so mad because boyfriends get all the tea, like all the tea. You know, we'd be like, all of it. You won't guess what the fuck this bitch did. <laughs> Sorry, side note, yeah. sidetrack. <laughs> and so, um i know we all do some form of art do do you guys listen to, like music while you're working or like what kind of music you listen to who you listen to the most um i mean for me it really depends on my mood um i'm not like i'm not really into like loud music whenever i'm like that thing i really like to like i don't know i i, I prefer like listening to, like podcasts or listening to like a tv show or something like soothing in the background i'll even put like relaxing music on Mm-hmm. Uh, most of the time clients will come with like their airpods anyways or or they want to be talking so it doesn't like as far as like music for clients i mean unless i'll, I'll even give them the remote like hey we got like hbo max or like netflix mm-hmm. youtube like go for it put on whatever you want if not like i'll put like just something something oh, relaxing yeah. on i'm not not too much into like uh listening to music more, more like, TV like, shows like that um podcasts. like the background noise yeah definitely like just something just something like oh what was that not not so much of like a playlist or anything uh-huh and like um as a client i could say i could speak for as as a client of like i guess you can compare it to like an uber driver i prefer it being mm-hmm. silent i give the uber driver five stars when it's a quiet ride so. <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah definitely and people call it like ink therapy so i mean ink therapy and you have like loud music going on it's like i don't know i I don't think it's relaxing yeah it would be i i don't know i find it more soothing for like just something something relaxing just chill in the background yeah definitely yeah whatever works um so i think joseph you could you, you might remember this but um i like to listen to to audiobooks and true crime podcasts like it's it's actually like a another full-time job and I don't know anybody else who listens to as many audiobooks as I do but um <laughs> so what's really great about my my medium I guess is that it's very um it's very much my safe personal private space and I'm alone and so it's it's the only time where I can really like decompress and uh so if I have somebody in here with me, I, I don't, I, I make sure it's silent. It's like the same place as my car. I'm like, I don't want to talk. I, I, I don't want you to know what I do in my private time, <laughs> uh, which is like listening to audiobooks. Um, but I listen to a lot of audiobooks, a lot of podcasts, but <clears throat> if I don't have any of that, I will listen to, and it's kind of like, kind of dates me. Um, I'll listen to some like classic rock or I'll listen to like 2000s R&B or 2000s like alternative like if I'm feeling real nostalgic it'll be like all of that fucking like emo shit I listened to when I was a teenager but it makes me feel really like 
like the you know a lot of stuff that you like repress when you're a kid or a teenager and you kind of get reminded of those feelings when you listen to an old song or like an ex-boyfriend mm-hmm. or whatever yeah. and it 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 brings up some stuff that I've never been able to express and I I it channels through me in some way through my art so it's like yeah but if if you guys get the chance audible is great (laughs) (laughs) it's like you're channeling your childhood when you're painting right oh yeah a lot of a lot of trauma stuff going on here working through it through I, should, I should i shouldn't be laughing at that <laughs> oh no it's funny it's funny because it's true it's funny because it's true <laughs> <laughs> Shit. um i honestly go by the uh the client so yeah. um, it depends like me personally i like music i gotta keep my ipad next to me playing music i don't be on no loud speaker stuff like booming throughout the whole room and stuff like that but i definitely have my ipad next to me whenever i'm doing my art but also i like to listen to the podcast and different stuff like that like gilly and all them dudes Mm -hmm. or whatever the you know whatever the client feel i have the tv on as well so it's a little mixture of everything so you can you know Get, get the yeah. feel of whatever it is. Have everybody feel comfortable during the session. You're not listening to no crazy music or depressing music or getting you in your, you know what I'm saying? Like nothing that'll make you uncomfortable. That's that's really it. But as far as me, I got to have some type of music playing. At okay. least through like a a calm, calm volume that is. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. I mean, the goal is for everyone to be comfortable. So you yeah, and definitely. the client. So exactly, the more comfortable, the more it's it's all in the brain. It's this like the nerves. You know what I'm saying? You getting that tattoo, you don't think too too much of it. You get accustomed to it. It's, it's gonna flow, unless it's your ribs <laughs> or, <the laughs> or your legs therapy. or something. Mm-hmm. Right. I actually Down. get my ribs done on Friday. Man, I got both of mine and I'm done. <laughs> Say goodbye. <laughs> yeah, I'm getting a cover yeah, up bro. on my ribs. So yikes. <laughs> my husband has <laughs> get them my husband got going. both of the top of his feet done. My husband has the two tops of his feet done, and I was like, you could I would have to be tortured to get the tops of my feet done because that just sounds horrible. Yeah, that's painful. <laughs> I know. Because he doesn't like the style and he's like, I'll never get them redone. <laughs> <laughs> so I was like, oh no, hell no. <laughs> but yeah, for for me, I like music. I like all types of music. Um when I'm doing art though, I I'm into like trap music. So I listen to like Lil yeah. Dirk, Key Glock, um, Young Dolph, Future. It just <laughs> goes down a list. Like I have a playlist that just plays. It's called my hyped up playlist because when I'm doing art, I just want to feel like I'm that person and I'm doing this shit. Like I'm that killing this shit, <laughs> right? Like so, mm-hmm. I always gotta play some some shit that that hypes me up. I haven't started taking clients when it comes to tattooing, but like I always felt like if I did or when I do, not if I do, when I do That's take right. clients, I want to be able to like ask them like you know if they want music or you know do you want to listen to something. 
if they don't, then I'll probably just put my AirPods in and just jam out. But like, ask them, recommend them what type of music they want to want to listen to. I actually went to a tattoo shop in Texas when I was in a core school out there. And mm. he was like, yeah, you know, what do you listen to? And I was like, I don't know. I'm like, you got some J. Cole? <laughs> and he was like, yeah, we got J. Cole. Like, you know, that just made the whole... Like Rebel saying, it made me feel more comfortable. It made the whole session a vibe and it was just cool. So, I mean, I could pretty much rock out to any type of music. I've been in a car with people playing country and found myself like tapping my feet while I listen to it <laughs> on my own. No, but I can vibe out for the, for the moment, you know? Mm-hmm. It's a whole vibe. That's dope how everyone here has like their own style. Like, you got audiobooks, got the loud music, <laughs> you got the quiet music got the um, the podcast in the background or stuff like that so that's dope um so i know some of you mentioned some apps but first let's talk about um let's give the listeners a uh, book recommendation <clears throat> like one book <laughs> uh, one book uh damn <laughs> i mean for tattooing uh guy atchison he's like a He's like an old school tattoo artist. Um, and he actually came up with like this book, like in the, I think it was like in the nineties. Um, and it's called like reinventing a tattoo. Um, his, the way he has it set up, you can't just buy the book. You have to like buy it for a year, but mm-hmm. if you could get your hands on that book, smart, that definitely, yeah, that, that would change a lot. Cause I mean, tattooing is like, it's so like broad, but as far as like, like making it flow with the body uh because everybody has a different body weight like body structure you know he goes over all of that like it's a it's a really good book i would re- really recommend that book reinvent the tattoo okay he'll teach you he'll teach you everything but you gotta get your hands on it you just want one book um <laughs> <laughs> i can give you a like series of shit so i'm gonna kind of do like a I'll, I'll be quick okay so for for what I do, the way I learned, it was all on YouTube. People like um, Sarah Taylor, uh, Molly's Artistry, and uh, like Olga Soksby and Rinska Downa. If you have YouTube and you do stuff like that, those are like the main people that I, I learned from, but mostly Sarah Taylor. But if you want to talk about books, um, there's a really good series that's out, um, especially in audiobook style. It's called uh, The Rivers of London. And it's about a police officer and he's in London and he basically uh, goes on this like wild and crazy, like fucked up ride. It's actually really funny. And it's narrated by Kobna Holbrook Smith, who's in, uh, I think some of the Marvel movies. It's I think there's seven books by Ben Aronovich and it's just wonderful. If you guys want some like weird shit to listen to, that's funny and perfectly narrated and a lot of books it's, my favorite and i've okay. listened to all of them Bet. Bet. <laughs> all right so i got two books actually <laughs> you know two times but not <laughs> well one book is hustlenomics it's uh nipsey hustle book Ooh. basically mm. uh teach you teaches you about like you know state like mailbox money revenue and equity you know basically like self-discipline 
get <clears throat> getting on your A game, stuff like mm-hmm. that. Or that book before. Yeah, it's a, he got a lot of them. So you know me, bro. Okay. So I got that one, and my other one is uh, Napoleon out out with the devil. That one's another Ooh. another good giddy. Makes you you know really tapped in with your yourself, your self discipline, your law of attraction, your beliefs, energy, everything you attract. You know what I'm saying? Everything you put out there, you 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 bring back. So. I don't know there's this is there's some some goodies out there, but those two I, I recommend for the the brain and the hustle nomics is for that that business that's you know what we're talking about, your own your own business, your own money being your own boss and having partners and you know a team that's actually gonna work put their foot down and not procrastinate. So you know we're looking to those. Um, well, I, I guess two book recommendations. The first one would be a sketchbook. If you're going to be an artist, get a sketchbook (laughs) and use it, like draw in your downtime anytime. The second book I would say is probably one of my favorite books. I've reread it several times. It's the 48 Laws of Power. And it's honestly a good book when you're applying things to like business-wise so like they have a law that says uh, a law that's like win through your actions never through argument um and that's Mm. just like you know show people what you can do rather than telling them what that you can do or arguing down somebody like you know the example I gave of like my nightmare story I could have went back and forth with her I'm sure but you know what like I'm gonna show you I'm a good designer I could have gave you something great, but whatever. Um, also, another one that I live by is uh, so much depends on reputation, and you have to guard it with your life. And being an artist and being a tattoo artist, your reputation matters a lot because if you have a like, if you have a bad rep- reputation as a tattoo artist, you're not gonna get bring in clients or like we was talking about earlier you know tattoo guys being creepy if you're that tattoo guy that's creepy like you're not gonna (laughs) get you know female clients or even as a female artist if you're creepy towards your or you're like uh I've heard of female artists tattoo artists being bitches to other females they lose out on that clientele so it's like you have to make sure you represent yourself in a professional manner at all times, even when, like, it seems like you don't want to and you want to lose that professionalism. So I definitely say 48 Laws of Power, even if you don't, if you're not trying to run a business for your mental too, it's, that's a really good book. Man, for sure. And just to be fair, I, um, Miguel and Six, y'all can recommend one more book. Yeah. Oh, right. um. so. <laughs> uh, damn. All right. Um, there's a lot of good. Like, um, you don't have to. <laughs> nah, I'll give something. Uh, I mean, there's a lot of good for like just to stick on tattooing, right? So there's a lot of good, like not one specifically, but there is a lot of good like reference books. I mean, you don't like you don't gotta of... stick to tattoos. All right. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Dang, I don't have another book. I'm not gonna okay, lie. I mean, whatever yeah. book you got, all right. 
Six. <laughs> Your turn. Um, I'm actually going through. I'm actually going through my Audible right now. But um, if <laughs> I think I think it was really interesting that both like both of both of y'all said like books that could also help you in dealing with your business because being an artist isn't just you know like being out there frolicking in the tulips and like expecting people to throw money at you you have to deal with the business <laughs> side of it and like anything by like Rachel Maddow or anything like understanding your finances and understanding like how a business works you know um I'm a mom. So I, I have to literally do two things at one time in order to get everything done that I want to get done. And, you know, I think it's like, um, how to like unfuck yourself or like the subtle, the subtle art of like not giving a fuck, uh, is, is really, the is really helpful for me. Um, but any type of self-help, whether it be like, you know, how to win friends and influence people, which really isn't self-help, but, uh, if, do what get like I try to learn as much as I can so anything that can teach you something especially about like how you act and why you act the way you act or how to save money or how to you know do stuff like that my favorite is just going on YouTube though for like business stuff that involves my art but if you guys want good books <laughs> you can hit me up out of the podcast because I have like I have a list that I've been keeping since like 2015 and I think there's about 100 no 250 books on there I read about a, I listen to about a, I listen to about 100 a year and uh there's one book I'm listening to or I just got done listening to it's called uh Young Rich Widows and it's about a bunch of like people in Rhode Island dealing with the mob and it's just a funny good well narrated book so you know i could do this all day so just somebody yeah, yeah. yeah you're a bookworm <laughs> Definitely i a am bookworm. like um, i'm painting right now as we're doing this you know so it's like i'm um, i'm always doing <laughs> i need to connect with you because i want more books to read i need to get back into reading <laughs> i'm i'm in a slump right now like i just finished these books and i'm just like i don't know what to do i like well because <laughs> like cooking, driving, painting, that's like, you know, it's, it's what I do, but yeah, we'll talk. <laughs> All right. So on to the app recommendations. I know you want to, you feel you actually recommended, um, shit, I forgot the name. Procreate. <laughs> yeah. That's the one. <laughs> yeah. So that's a, um, that's an iPad app or you could have it on your phone doesn't matter but obviously i recommend the ipad so you can have the pen it's mm -hmm. like a digital paper that you could do whatever you want with it like the different kind of color shades you got add layers to it so you don't mess up your line works or smear certain colors and put you can add images and do all that good stuff to it so that's the app that i use for okay. basically all my digital stuff, so yeah. I use the same one. Uh, Procreate's pretty good. Um, I use an, a few other apps like Pinterest is a big one to get like ins inspiration on the uh, designs. Um, mm -hmm. Another one. There's a good app out there for like portraits or like any type of like faces that or like say someone sends you a picture that has like like a sketchy picture. There's an app called Remini. Um, that one's actually really cool because yes, I mean, if you have like I a, love that, one. like a <laughs> that one's good. If you, if you have like a, 
she gets it yeah so like dirty images or anything that needs to be cleaned up or like enhanced remini is a pretty good app um yeah procreate remini pinterest some good apps right there yeah i use pinterest too for photography um so for my so i also do youtube videos tiktoks um, anything to kind of like get my name out there. Uh, a really good app that my friend put me on to was called Power Director. Um, so what I'll do is while I'm painting, I'll, I'll just, I have two iPhones. It's a long story. Um, and so I'll use one to like listen to my books and then I'll, I'll use my other phone to record and I'll just go in there and I can actually speed it up in the app. I can chop it. I can add music. I can add transitions and all that stuff and it's a lot cheaper and a lot easier to use on your phone than like um some of the other apps and then for sometimes if I'm feeling like in a slump and I want to know I want to create a certain like color palette or I want to create I want to like have more colors that can cause more drama I use this app called Color Wars it's like c-o-o-l-o-r-s and you can just go there and you just like click on it and it'll give you like random not randomized color palettes and it'll give you the exact like type where you can look it up and then like like take it to like either a paint brand or a type of number to where you can get like the closest shade possible to like recreate that idea or you can upload a picture like I took a picture of a flower the other day and I uploaded it and it gave me the closest colors to that picture so I could recreate it to the best ability. So that was Mm. really helpful and the stuff that I've been doing. That's dope. Um, So I use Pinterest, like you said. Um, I've used Remini um, several times to help enhance portraits. Um, I recently did a portrait of my dad and my brother and it was like a really old photo. I put it through the app, it cleared it up so I could get all the details out of the photo. Um, I use Sketchbook. Like I said, I don't use Procreate. Maybe I should get into it since everybody's on the <laughs> Procreate way, but I like Sketchbook. Mm-hmm. Um, it's easy for me to use. Um, I also use uh, Adobe Photoshop for like some of my mixed medias um, uh-huh. and YouTube. Uh, I will YouTube tutorials if there's like something I want a certain effect that I want to get in a graphic that I, I don't know how to do. I'll just YouTube it. Um, I don't really have a specific person I watch on YouTube. It's just whatever video looks the best to me. I go through, watch yep. it, follow it. Um, so yeah, and then as far as, like, content creating, I use TikTok mainly to create, like, reels for IG and stuff like that. Okay. Dope, dope. Don't sleep on YouTube now. Oh, yeah, YouTube, YouTube has everything. Right, I've been looking at um real estate wholesale videos, and this one girl, she breaks down everything. And, like, I feel like this unlimited amount of information on YouTube because there's so many videos out there. And you, you, you don't even yeah. got to go to school. You could just go to school on YouTube, to be honest. Right, Great. yeah. Oh, but, um, and I use Universe. It's uh, like a website building. I actually think I got that from. Oh yeah, from you. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think you posted it, yeah. and I was like, hmm, I need a website builder that's easy to use. Yeah, <laughs> it's super called? easy. Universe. Yeah, the universe. I'll, I'll I'm looking into that. Yeah. I'll put that in the description of the podcast. I'll send you the link too if you need it. 
Yeah, I do because I tried yeah, to do I that like one that. app thing. And, <laughs> yeah, no. But yeah, uh, right. before we finish up, I want you guys to um give me like one piece of advice you would give like a beginner, of, like someone pursuing the field that you're in. Uh, for tattooing, I would say, um, yeah, like kind of like what Rebel was saying is just don't get discouraged. Um, there is a lot of sacrifices when it comes to tattooing, especially like if you're if you have uh, like financial obligations, you got to expect sacrifices to be there but definitely like remain professional don't give up on yourself um ask questions uh you could always learn more uh yeah just don't stop just keep going um that is so so true uh for me it's and i had to learn this the hard way don't compare yourself to what other people are doing because then you'll just become like a replica of that you need to you know feel what you feel and if you feel it's good then it's then it's good and it doesn't you don't need that validation from anybody else if if you think your art is hot shit then it's hot shit you don't need somebody else to tell you it's hot shit to believe in it and then uh another thing is is like don't don't let your fear get in the way of your dreams because um I was really scared to show my paintings um on social media because again going back to what I learned the hard way like I didn't want to kind of be ridiculed like I was when I was younger and um if I would have let that get in the way and if I would have let my fear stop me from sharing it I wouldn't be on this podcast right now I wouldn't be you know making commissions and I would just be trapped in that, in that fear of, am I really that good? And I just had to, you know, believe in myself and, and just find what works for you. But you have to have that self-confidence because if you don't, no one's going to, no one's going to push for you harder than yourself. So just don't forget that. That's a big fact. Well, shit. I'm going to just say (laughs) from my, my experiences, you don't want to look too much on the next artist or question your artwork because this artist is this good or why, how come your work doesn't come out like that? It's mm-hmm. time. Like everything is really, really time with this. So take your time. You know what I'm saying? Like, like I said in the earlier, when we first started, you don't want to like, basically look at the next man or next female's work. Every artist has their own type of like style, You, I could say basically. So don't get discouraged or don't quit because that first or few tattoos isn't coming out or artwork or, you know, whatever you put your, your oil in isn't coming out how you want because there's always steps to stuff. Like there's levels to everything basically. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So you want to really take your time. When you slow and steady wins the race, they say that for a reason. So that, I don't know. That's all I say. You don't, you know, focus on you. Don't don't let nobody distract you. You know, we, what you believe in is what you believe in. Your craft is your craft. Thanks. Um, it sucks going last because everyone usually just takes what you have to say. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> but um, no, I was just gonna say, you know, like success, right? Usual practice makes perfect. Um, so when you're just starting out, you're not gonna you're not gonna be perfect. Like it, it may not look like you know. It's cool to have artists to look up to and aspire to like reach their level, but but it that like rebels that it takes time like that that happens over time uh, and the more that you work at something the better that you get at it um mm-hmm. so just continue to put in the work and you'll see you know the results that you're looking for um and also it's very easy to get swept up into like trends and stuff especially with social media you know just be your own self be your own artist, you know, and whatever audience is, is you're reaching out to, they'll find you. Okay. So, so as we wrap this up, I just want to can um you guys let everyone know how to contact you, find you. Uh, for me, you could you can find me on Instagram, uh, Miguel underscore tattoos. Uh, that's the best way to reach me if you're if you want to check out my work or even. Uh, reach me for any type of inquiry or like or even just uh, give me a follow miguel underscore tattoos that would be it got you um i'm lost social media thank you for asking joseph uh so um uh, i'm on facebook uh jenny six uh Instagram, Jen underscore six underscore mafia uh tiktok same one Jen six mafia and uh, I have a YouTube, which is under uh, Gen Six Mafia. So, uh, <laughs> and then I'm I'm working on an Etsy store right now. Um, I'm doing inventory for it. It should be up probably by the end of this month, beginning of of next month. Mm-hmm. And uh, but if there are people who want to buy artwork I already have or are interested in a commission piece, um, just please message me on on Instagram or or one of my social media platforms and um, we can work together and kind of figure out your vision and see if, if it's the right fit for you. So. Okay. Okay. Or hit up Joseph, you know, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, don't hit me up. <laughs> don't hit me up. <laughs> I'll give you a yeah, cut. So. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> can I get a discount? No. I'm more Instagram is rebel. It is uh, Rebel Ink 2X, and it's uh, the ink is I and K, like ink in the pen, you know, not I and C. So, yeah, Rebel <laughs> Ink 2X, that's the uh, Instagram of my artwork and stuff is on there. So, that's about it. Stuff is on me. You can find me on IG. It's Art Like Ash. That's A S H. And yeah, if you want any <laughs> graphics done, hit me up. Um, I'm also looking for people to practice on. So if you're in the Maryland area, hit me up too. For sure, for sure. Well, um, well, yeah, about five minutes left of recording left. But finally, we, I'm ready to wrap it up. This has been a long episode, but we had a lot to talk about. And I appreciate all of you guys' perspectives and lessons and gems you dropped. So Hopefully the listeners picked up on that and they could take what you provided and use that in their craft. And um, I just appreciate you guys for being here, um, taking the time, because I know we went over definitely over an hour. But yes, um, 
thank you for being here again. So. Thanks yeah, for having us. Yeah, thanks for having us on. Good experience, man. That was dope. Appreciate sure. it. My, my goal is to have everyone's crowd, I guess you could say, or friends link up with each other's friends. And like, I know we don't get enough exposure as it is. Like, people don't share stuff. But the more Ashley's friends meet with Rebels friends, meet with Sixty friends, meet with Lopez friends, the the more um, exposure each of us will get. So it's better for everyone. So your friends get with my friends. We can all be friends. <laughs> <laughs> we gonna have a party. This, <laughs> hey, this is this is a good experience because I feel like um, we built a low key built a bond here. So we definitely. Yeah. Sure. Um, reach out to yeah, you guys I when like it comes I know to something. <laughs> I know we've been friends for like years. It's been like I know. two hours. <laughs> and I this hate is, talking this is like words for, for everybody <laughs> out there listening. Share your friends and your people stuff, man. For sure. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. Is free, it's free. It, it won't hurt. It don't. Support the team. Um, I want to say thanks for being here one more time and um, good night to y'all. Good night to you, too. Y'all have a good one. Bye. 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 But, yeah, um, thank you for all the listeners who are still listening because I know this was another long episode and we dropped a lot of gems, a lot of wisdom, a lot of knowledge, and I hope you were able to soak that up so you could take that on with you to your, your craft and make whatever you do better. So enjoy these tunes by my boy O'Shea the Villain. I was just dropped on Monday. It's called B2, available on all platforms. Let's get it.
don't play games, I don't scrimmage.